the Northwest, guaranteed fresh. It's the Morning Blend with David and Brenda, a dynamic duo who share the joy of the Catholic faith through catechesis and conversation on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. A very happy Friday morning to you. It is August 11th, 7 a.m., David and Dina Marie with you on the Morning Blend. Today, uh, if you haven't heard, Brenda's on a little vacay. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dina Marie sitting in through Tuesday, although you won't be here tomorrow and Sunday. Right. And I'm actually standing in because I That's I'm true. St- I'm just I'm still standing. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm still standing after after that all these amazing years. Yes. All the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You all can sing that song yes. now in your car, that, right? I you. got you exactly. going on the Elton John thing. Going back to my favorite 70s and 80s music. I love it. Uh, it is nice. And we'll pray for, for Brenda and the good deacon to be safe as they're traveling back. You know, out of our nation's capital, it's kind of yeah. nice to hang out in Washington, D.C. I'm sure it's hotter than hot over there, but... We're going to catch up with them. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. It looks like. They get the humidity where we're pretty dry, and it's going to get hot. We'll talk about how hot it's going to get. But before we do... You had a big evening last night. Oh, How so- are you feeling today? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Hey, when you're driving with religious sisters, it is so cool. Yeah. In fact, for our local listeners who are familiar with the West Side and the you know the sisters at our Lady of Peace retreat, we had a great opportunity to uh, accompany some of them to a Lady Hill Winery last night. And uh, Pat Ryan put on a little barbecue for some of the folks. And with the wonderful hospitality of the Owen family, Elaine and Jerry and their family, are just such they're just a a wonderful family community Mm -hmm. they just remind me of what it is to be a catholic family and uh, elaine reminded us last night as we were enjoying their wine a beautiful dinner and just visiting with people who love modern day radio or and are just part of this catholic radio family their daughter was born on december 8th 1989, the first day Mater Dei Radio yeah. KBVM broadcast on the air. So she says, I always remember KBVM in a special way because their family started growing as Mater Dei Radio has started to grow so many, you know, 30 plus years ago. So it was great to see so many folks uh, to be with our religious sisters. Um, Mary Rigert, who is very, very involved with the sisters and fundraising yeah. and just being, you know, a bright light in uh, the west side of town. She was, her husband was, they were right behind us as we're oh. driving on those windy roads <laughs> yes. between Beaverton and uh, Shampooey Park. And I said, I think that's Mary Rigert in the back of my <laughs> window. And, and they got lost, I think, getting to the winery, but they yeah. made it there. And Lady Hill, if you haven't been there yet, I would encourage people, you know, just you mentioned before, so many wineries, Oh yeah, uh, you know, in that Willamette Valley, but it is so beautiful. And they're right next to the state park, Shampooey State Park. So, you know, bring a picnic lunch and uh, just have some time to enjoy and don't drive fast on those roads do not it's windy they are (laughs) and when you've got sisters in the car you try to drive very (laughs) safely so i (laughs) was just it was it was lovely yeah it's interesting because when you're driving out there if you i I can't remember the the road or the highway the the number but when i was there if you turn right you turn into Shampooey State Park. Correct. And if you turn left, you turn into Lady Hill Winery. Yeah, depending on what depending way. Depending on which right. way you're going. Yeah. yeah. But that that's the way I, mm-hmm. when I was going that way, that's where it was. And it was like, I didn't realize that until we got there. It's like, oh, look at that. It's right it's there. It's right across the street from Shampooey State yeah. Park. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, get a chance to go out there. It is beautiful. One other thing I'll mention about the grounds, I mean, they have just, I don't know how many acres of land, but we, we parked and we were starting to walk through the grove to get to the main area of the winery. And uh, Sister Mary Peter says, is that a statue over there? And I said, oh, yeah. I said, I, I know Elaine's got statues all over the place. Yeah. So we went and there was St. Joseph holding baby Jesus. And so we took a picture with the sisters there. But, you know, it's just beautiful to see our Catholic faith and these beautiful, um, beautiful businesses, you know. And so I love it. Big picture of Our Lady of Guadalupe in nice. their main um, hall. So, uh, yeah, thank you to the Owens of, of Lady Hill Winery for, for hosting Mater Day Radio. It was just a great event. Now, here's my big question for you. Did you have any wine? You know, I did. We got it. Yeah. And you know what? Well, we might talk later with the wine pour was Miss Sarah Kenzie. Yeah. She is awesome. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know she's awesome, but I know she has such a great connection with the Owens for, well, since she was born. So... We'll ask her about that on Tech Tuesday. I think we will. It might go tech and wine. Tech and wine. (laughs) We could do that. Tech Wine Tuesday. So (laughs) anyway, well, I'm glad you had a a great time and uh, for all the uh, wonderful supporters out there, too, and uh, to Lady Hill Winery. Thank you so very, very much. We do greatly appreciate that. What do you have coming up this morning? Well, Pope Francis, he just appointed one of our EWTN family members to a very special academy that is all about Mary. We'll talk about that coming up in the news. All right, and we'll have the latest for you on just the devastating Mm. fires in Maui as uh, sadly the death toll there continues to climb. We'll have the details for you. Okay, well, it is 7.05 on your Friday morning. The Feast of St. Clair will kick things off with Danielle Noonan. This is The Road Less Traveled. You're tuning in to Matre Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Have a beautiful Friday. On the path you speak to me Travel on the road, let's travel.
above the hills, so we will sing on the road less traveled. Daniel Noonan and The Road Less Traveled. It is 710 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. David and Dina Marie with you on this Friday. Well, time to head to the University of Notre Dame, check in with our good friend Ken Alanius. We'll do that right after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. This is Father Eric Anderson, pastor of St. Stephen's Catholic Church in Portland, Oregon. Please join me in praying a morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, in union with the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer thee the precious blood of Jesus from all the altars throughout the world, joining with it the offering of my every thought, word, and action of this day. O Jesus, I desire today to gain every indulgence and merit that I can and offer them together with myself to Mary Immaculate, that she may best apply them in the interests of the most sacred heart. Precious blood of Jesus, save us. Sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, or to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit us online at materdeiradio.com. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Tara Umara Children's Hospital Fund of Oregon. The TCHF has a 20-year history that is now focusing on the sustainability to support the long-term efforts of the mission in the Copper Canyon region of Mexico. Information is available on their website at tchforegon.org. In your hands, O Lord, we humbly entrust our deceased brothers and sisters. Matrade Radio joins Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services for a special rosary for the faithful departed on Wednesday, August 30th. Cards will be available to request a special intention for your loved one. Deacon David Hamus will lead the Holy Rosary and Litany of the Faithful Departed at 12.30 at Gethsemane Chapel in Happy Valley and 2.30 at Mount Calvary Catholic Cemetery in Portland on Wednesday afternoon, August 30th. Be a part of this uplifting time of peace and renewal. For more information, search the keyword rosary on the community calendar at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Unite with us in this powerful prayer session for Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services 
and Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it's 7.13 on a beautiful Friday morning. Weather-wise, as we enter into the weekend, I tell you, warmer and warmer and warmer. Today, sunny skies clear already. 83 for a high will drop down into the 60s overnight. Again, beautiful night to check out the stars. Over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday into the 90s, upper 90s it looks like. And temperatures not cooling off much. Maybe into around 68 degrees. Monday and Tuesday, 102 sunny and hot and cooling off to maybe 68 yeah uh, currently <laughs> it's crazy it's going to be hot i mean they're going to be posting some notices here like a, fo- a fire weather watch mm-hmm. excessive heat watch those will be going into effect here uh, in a couple of days or in a day actually for the uh, fire weather watch so be aware of that. It is currently 60 degrees at Our Lady of Lourdes Catholic Church in Vancouver. We got 63 degrees at All Saints Church in Portland. Sometimes hilarious, always hilarious. It's keeping up with Ken Hilarious on Mater Day Radio. And he is the host of Living Stones, heard right here on Mater Day Radio on Monday evening, 7:30, anytime on the Hail Mary Media app. And our man at the University of Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana, we welcome to the show, Ken Hellanius. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you, sir. You know what? I'm going to start out right now by saying, you're a funny guy. <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> no, you're supposed, you're supposed to say, what, funny like a clown? Uh, yeah. How do I, do I amuse you? Do I amuse you? <laughs> I, I was thinking for a minute, my mind also went, well, I've been accused of being a mushroom, which is a fun guy. There you go. But, see? Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I say that not to catch you off guard, but I say that because yesterday I just read a great paper that you wrote, great article that you wrote, That's Funny, Using Humor in Catholic Journalism. That was fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, that was, so that was the piece uh, that I presented when I was at the 2022 Catholic Media Association Conference, which took place in, in Portland. Uh, and uh, yeah, I did a session on uh, using humor in media, uh, in media, writing and things like that. I, I was invited to present on the topic by our, our good friend, uh, Ed Langlois. Right. And um, so, yeah, that paper uh, is basically kind of the notes from the class session, uh, from the, the workshop. It was a lot of fun to to do uh, and to uh, speak to journalists and and uh, Catholic writers and media folks, uh, I think the most interesting thing for me is that uh, you know when I wrote that or when I presented the session, I was not actually a a writer, right. uh, not actually a journalist. And uh, after that, the editor of the newspaper for the Diocese of Fort Wayne South Bend, uh, which is today's Catholic, is our local paper. Uh, came up to me and asked me to start writing a column. So wow. now I have kind of a regular column on the topic. Uh, so basically she asked me to put my theory where my mouth was. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so um, it's been a lot of fun to write on and reflect on the, the moments of joy that we have as Catholic Christians. You know, um, yeah. I write about the communion of saints, which often, you know, we talk about so often here uh, when, when I get to chat with you uh, here on uh, Morning Blend. It basically, the column and the writing that I do is uh, is that in print. 
So it's been a lot of fun. Well, it was a wonderful article. I enjoyed it a lot. I particularly, at the end of the article, enjoyed the uh, bulletin announcements <laughs> that were. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's one of those things uh, that's been circling around for years, yeah. right? My, my absolute fit, yeah, so it was like bulletin announcements that are, are slightly, uh, you know, kind of slightly humorous. My favorite one absolutely is, we pray for those who are sick of our parish. Um, <laughs> yes. You know? Um, maybe want to reword that yes. or, or you're actually praying for a lot of people. It's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got to be careful on how you word that. But anyway, that's why that's I said you're a funny guy because I, I read oh, that article. So uh, it was fun. Uh, we talked yesterday about the feast of St. Lawrence and he has the quote that, uh, you can, you can give us that quote again, but you tied that into an event that you do. Yeah. So St. Lawrence is, a, uh, you know, uh, was martyred in 258, uh, you know, uh, he was, uh, and he was martyred through the very uh, cruel uh, method of being basically barbecued to death, grilled right. to death. And legendarily, he said uh, uh, to the executioner, you can turn me over, I'm done on this side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which uh, also makes him patron saint, not just of cooks, but also of comedians. Um I actually found out something very interesting. A dear friend of mine who used to be at Holy Redeemer Parish there in Portland uh, preached yesterday on the feast, and he dug in deeper into the quotation. And it's even more beautiful when you realize what he actually said was, this side is roasted, turn me over and eat. So it's more than a joke, but it's actually an association with the Eucharist, right? Right. Christ gives himself to us through his own martyrdom, through his own death. He feeds the world with salvation. And Lawrence, who was a deacon, um, you know, is an image of Christ for, uh, for us as well. He was uh, a great friend of the poor. He, uh, you know, distributed the, the, um, riches of the church to the poor. And um, so I take great inspiration. And so last night we actually had about uh, 15 or 20 people at our house. We had a uh, barbecue rib feast uh, and we called it Larry Fest in honor of St. Lawrence. And so um, it's kind of the end of the summer equivalent to meeting Friday. Yeah, there you go. Which is kind of at the, uh, you know, there in spring. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, It was a proof of concept uh, celebration. So maybe next year it'll be even bigger. Who knows? Yeah, and, and like you said too, get, getting back to the uh, start of talking with you, you're a funny guy. You said Saint Lawrence. L- Lawrence is the patron saint of comedians. He is. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, the movie The Name of the Rose, oh, the movie yeah. in the book, which you may remember. Yeah, I do. Uh, turns upon uh, uh, the idea of whether or not Christians can can be uh, can laugh or should laugh. And one of the key examples there is St. Lawrence. Mm-hmm. The story of St. Lawrence is, is uh, uh, you know, just a reminder that we are called to be people of joy. And St. Lawrence himself uh, was an example of that. And we, you know, we Catholics have a bit of a wry sense of humor, right? I mean, right. We, we take this martyr who died cruelly and we celebrate him as the patron saint of Cook. And, and we right. celebrate his, his words to the executioner as, as comedy, as mm-hmm. as finding joy even in the the moment of great suffering, right. and uh, and showing that we're accepting what's happening as part of our participation in making up in fulfilling the sufferings of Christ, as Saint Paul tells us. So, yeah, Saint Lawrence is a great inspiration, and and uh, 
you know, the other thing is yesterday was also my parents' wedding anniversary. Oh, hey. Uh, and uh, so August 10th, uh, my father passed, is, is now uh, passed away, but uh, I... I've always celebrated the Feast of St. Lawrence with ribs uh, nice. in honor of my parents. And so good yeah. prayers for them, too. Yeah, ab- absolutely. We'll do that for sure. And I like, yeah. too, what you said, going back to your article, that's funny, using humor in Catholic journalism. You really tie humor into joy, and that's what we're really intended to do with our faith, yeah. is to go out and be joyful and and, be joyful. and, and let people see what that joy means and how that's connected to our faith. Yeah, you know, when I took inspiration uh, on that from Pope Francis himself, right? His very first encyclical was The Joy of the Gospel, Evangelium, you know, Gaudium. Um, and, uh, and he really told us, I'm encouraging you at the very beginning of his pontificate, I'm encouraging you to be missionary disciples, to share the joy that we have found in Christ. Uh, and then his other great encyclical, Amoris Laetitia, is the joy of love. So if you think about that, both of his major encyclicals have been about joy. Right. And so um, it's very much, uh, you know, to, to encourage people to uh, both have joy in their hearts as people of faith and to share that joy is the mission of the church, is the mission of Christians. We are called to preach the gospel to all nations, to the ends of the earth. Uh, and that gospel is one of the joy of salvation. Yeah. You know, Christ loved us enough to become one of us and to suffer and take our sins upon his shoulders that we might be adopted sons and daughters of God. And so this is the joy that we have in our Christian faith, and this is the joy that we celebrate in the sacraments. I mean, come on, you walk out of confession, right. and you feel 15 pounds lighter, exactly. and you're filled with great joy because you've received, you've hit the reset button. Yep. God has what has once again confirmed his love for you, which is always there. God never stops loving us, and we experience that love and that joy, and this is what the sacraments do mm-hmm. for us, too, so... It's, it's the daily life of, of the Christian. There you go. Very well said. He is Ken Hellenius. You can hear him on Living Stones every Monday evening, 730, right here on Mater Day Radio, anytime on the Hail Mary Media app, and our man at the University of Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana, and a funny guy as well. So, uh, hey, great to talk with you. So uh, go out there and uh, spread some joy this weekend. <laughs> you too, and stay cool. Yeah, we'll try to, absolutely. God bless you. here at Mater Dei Radio, and you can hear Ken Hellenius along with our good friend Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers every Monday and also on Saturday evenings at 7.30. It's Living Stones with Ken and Deacon Harold, 7.30 at Mater Dei Radio. Beautiful way to continue to connect and be joyful and to continue to learn all about our Catholic faith. You can find out about Living Stones at all of our locally produced programs right there on the Hail Mary Media app. Find out more information at Hail Mary Media media app on your phone or at matradayradio.com. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. 
The Benedictine Brewery Tap Room is a place of hospitality and fellowship, a place where all who come are welcome and where the peace of nearby Mount Angel Abbey permeates. Come for the beer, return to share the spirit of the monks of Mount Angel who brew craft beer in the tradition of the Belgian monks of old using local waters and hops grown on Abbey land. Taste and believe. Learn more at benedictinebrewery.com. That's benedictinebrewery.com. Facing difficult problems in your marriage. Oregon Retrovi is a lifeline to married couples helping them restore their marriage and rebuild a loving relationship. Catholic in origin, this Christian marriage program is open to all married couples, no matter what age, walk of life, faith, or ethnic background. Oregon Retrovi is a practical program to improve communication, build stronger marriages, and help couples reconnect. Presenters are not trained marriage counselors, but rather couples sharing their personal stories and the tools that they use to rediscover their love. Begin your journey to healing. All it takes is a decision to find out more. Go to helpourmarriage.org and start the process today. That's helpourmarriage.org to learn more about this transformational program. Oregon Retrovi, a lifeline for married couples. The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And it is 727 at Mater Day Radio. Well, a great couple of nights to gaze toward the heavens. We'll explain in the news. Okay, and also Clark County Fire Service members gathered to honor one of their own, giving tribute to those who put themselves in harm's way daily to protect and serve. We're going to continue our morning with uh, Cody Roth. This is the reason for it all on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Sleepy eyes, wake up, it's time to face the dawn. Child, rise, peer out, and spread your arms out wide. And embrace this brand new that cold heart I've all turned away her eyes search the sky wondering what will I become into a voice soft and high sing the song no one has sung don't worry about your life don't worry about don't worry about the time you spend digging in the dark Don't wonder who you are You're a precious child You are the reason for it all The smallest spark She looks into his eyes Here's a voice She must reason Why these dreams Of a clear blue 
In your news today, the death toll from the devastating wildfires on the island of Maui, Hawaii, has now climbed to 55, as officials warn that the loss of life is expected to rise further. Hawaii Governor Josh Green said on Thursday evening that around 1,000 people are still unaccounted for, as he said that the Aloha State is headed for its deadliest disaster in state history. The governor added that those unaccounted for are not presumed dead, but that hundreds have been left without communications, and so their safety is unclear. The wildfires continue to devastate Lahaina, with more than 1,700 buildings and billions of dollars in property destroyed. Maui Mayor Richard Bisson said that the historic town has been totally wiped out. Governor Green appealed to Hawaii residents that unharmed homes to take others in as they continue search and recovery efforts. Mm, continue to pray for yeah. those folks in uh, in Hawaii. Well, Pope Francis has appointed Colin Donovan to the Pontifical International Marian Academy, which is tasked with promoting theological understanding and the devotion to the Mother of God. Donovan is Vice President of Theology at EWTN Global Catholic Network. Part of his role at EWTN includes reviewing materials for broadcast or print, as well as answering 
questions on the radio during the Open Line live show, which he has hosted for almost 20 years. The appointment honors Donovan for his contributions to the field of Mariology and his commitment to spreading Marian devotion. In a recent interview with Catholic News Agency, Donovan said his appointment is a great privilege, adding that it wasn't something he was expecting, but a task that he's excited to take on. The Marian Academy promotes Mariological Science, the division of theology that studies Mary, and was founded in 1946. Donovan says he has always had a devotion to Mary, a relationship that he began when he was a child in in uh, saying the rosary with his family and Marian formation in Canada from his school teachers, the Sisters of Our Lady of Sion. Well, if you are into stargazing, tomorrow night and Sunday night are about as good as it Mm -hmm. gets. Yep, it's the peak viewing time for the Perseid meteor shower, now technically active from July 14th to September 1st. The meteor shower typically produces on average of 50 to 75 meteors per hour at its peak, according to the American Meteor Society, making it one of the biggest astronomical events of the year. So meteor showers are best seen under the darkest skies possible since the quick flashes of meteors can be drowned out by city lights or the light of the moon. Now, anyone in a rural location should be in great shape this year with the moon that will pose very little threat to seeing the show. So it's not going to be up. The moon won't be up during much of the mm-hmm. shower. So skies will be a little darker. OMSI and the Rose City astronomers are hosting a star party at Rooster Rock State Park to watch the meteors tomorrow night. So I think the best time we ever had during the Perseid meteor showers we were over at Sun River in mm-hmm. Central oh, Oregon, nice. and yeah. there, there was no lights. Right, and so the skies are just incredible over there. You can see the Milky Way, right. and I just laid out on the deck in a lawn chair and just watched. That's it beautiful. Was, it was awesome. All right, well, we have clear skies, so that yeah. we have that going for yeah, us. We do. Well, in life and in death, the fire service is steeped in tradition. Part of that tradition was honored yesterday when motorcycle riders from the Professional Fighters Union gathered to honor a fallen brother. After 26 years of service at Fire District 6, Joe Killian passed away from cancer in 2022, just five years after his retirement. Yesterday, members of the IAFF motorcycle group honored Killian as they arrived at Clark County Fire District 6, Station 63, to collect a ribbon of honor for the former firefighter. That ribbon, along with ribbons of honor for six other Washington firefighters, will be taken to the Washington State Fallen Firefighters Memorial Service this Sunday in North Bend. Clark County Fire District 6 Chief Kristen Moore says, we never forget the sacrifice that firefighters and their families make to serve the community. It is a debt that can never be repaid. Well, amen to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think about this time of year? Oh, there's the so... wildfires yeah. and God bless all of the firefighters, first responders. Yeah. Uh, in sports, the Seattle Seahawks opened their preseason with a 24-13 win over the Minnesota Vikings last night at Lumen Field in Seattle. Drew Locke threw a pair of touchdown passes with starting Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith serving as a spectator on the sidelines, along with most of the starters for both teams. The other preseason contest had the Houston Texans beating the New England Patriots 20-9. A couple of quarterfinal matches at the FIFA Women's World Cup down under. Spain defeated the Netherlands 2-1 in extra time, and it was Sweden over Japan 2-1. Sweden will now face Spain in the semis. 
Quarterfinal matches tomorrow include Australia against France and England faces Colombia. I watched the majority of the mm. Spain-Netherlands match. Good match. And then it went into extra time. <laughs> and it's like, it's. I'm looking at the clock and it's like, ah, I got to go to bed. Right. Because it kept going. And, and so wow. I, I did went to bed. I was anxious to kind of see this morning who ended up winning the match because it was tied when I, when oh. I finally hit the hay. <laughs> Very <laughs> that good. That was it. <laughs> Earlier this week, U.S. Senator Patty Murray of Washington announced legislation that seeks to funnel more federal dollars to local programs that help prevent youth homelessness. That bill would create two new grant programs. Funding from the grants would help pay for efforts to intervene before a youth or young adult becomes homeless, such as helplines or support groups for families. Murray plans to introduce the legislation when Congress reconvenes this fall. According to the senator, if we're serious about tackling the homelessness crisis in our communities, we need to be doing more to prevent youth homelessness before it begins. Advocates at the roundtable where Murray announced the new legislation called for more funding to support shelters and youth programs. They also asked lawmakers to focus on programs and policies that address root causes of homelessness like mental health support, substance use treatment and livable wage jobs. And space is still available for families to make their way up to St. Mary Catholic Church in Anacortes, Washington. It's the Faith on Fire Family Weekend running Friday through this Sunday. The annual Faith on Fire Family Weekend is a signature Catholic event in the Pacific Northwest featuring a spiritually transformative celebration of Catholic fellowship family, and vocations. This weekend's mission is to celebrate the joy and beauty of our Catholic Christian faith and facilitate an authentic encounter with Jesus Christ for mission in the 21st century. This year's guest speakers will unpack the theme of the family event, Living for God. The speaker lineup includes Sarah Swafford. She's the founder of Emotional Virtue Ministries. She speaks on dating, marriage, the moral and spiritual life, and is the author of Emotional Virtue, a guide to drama-free relationships. Participants will also hear from the Finkbonner family. You might remember them. They're a local family in the Archdiocese of Seattle with strong ties to the Native American community. And it was Jake Finkbonner, the son, his miraculous healing that led to the canonization of St. Kateri Tekawitha in 2012. They'll be speaking, I believe, on Friday night. And throughout the weekend, participants will enjoy breakout sessions for youth and teens, guided activities for all ages, and You'll also be hearing music from our friend David Ober, uh, Daniel Oberritter of The Thirsting. They'll have priests on hand and religious to talk about vocations. And the vocations director for the Archdiocese of Seattle, Father Justin Ryan, and Father Tyler Johnson will be on hand. If you'd like to find out more, you can visit stmaryantacortis.org. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, it's all about food this weekend, Saturday night at uh, Portland at the Holy Family Parish. They are having their crawfish broil. It's going on from 6 to 8.30. Not only all-you-can-eat crawfish, but throw in potatoes, sausages, uh, corn on the cob, carrots, garlic bread, and even pizza for the kids. Uh, Beverages will be served. All of that happening at Holy Family Parish on Saturday. You can find that event and all of the things going on in our local community. Just hop on our community calendar link on the Mater Dei Radio website. He is the host of Glory of the Mass. Terry Ross joins us right after a hot forecast. 
Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Jeff Kane at North Point Bank in Vancouver. North Point Bank brings value to customers through client-focused home loan programs, including new construction, renovation options, financing for rental properties, and more. Learn more at northpoint.com. That's northpoint, P-O-I-N-T-E dot com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Greetings and blessings to all of you listening to Mater Day Radio. Join me, Father Gabriel Mosier, and other listeners of Mater Day Radio in this prayer in honor of Pope St. John XXIII. Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, you gave us good Pope St. John XXIII, a reflection of your Son, Jesus Christ, the light of the world. As the source of our inner peace, Help us to be, like him, a disciple of peace in our care for the poor and suffering. Grant that through his intercession, we may receive the grace to serve others as we continue Christ's work among us. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit materdayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. And it is 7.43 at Mater Day Radio. Well, it is really going to heat up and, quite frankly, get hot. So a fire weather watch will go into effect tomorrow. Excessive heat watch will take effect on Sunday. Today, you know, not too bad. Mm-hmm. Sunny skies, high of 86. Clear overnight tonight, low of 58. And then sunny for Saturday, 89. <laughs> Sunday, here's where it starts Here we to go. get hot. Sunday, 99. Monday, 102 yeah and tuesday pretty much just as hot so uh, <laughs> be prepared it, it is going to get toasty all right up north it's a little cooler 55 degrees at saint mary church in castle rock and it is 61 degrees at saint jude church in eugene pope Pius the 12th in his document explained that the uninterrupted tradition about mary's death and assumption began in the first century. And the belief is expressed in all the ancient liturgies of the church. And he added that the negative evidence is the absence of veneration of a tomb of Mary. While most of the apostles, well, they all have tombs. Joining me today to give us a preview of a very special episode of the glory of the mass for the Solemnity of the Assumption of the Virgin Mary. It is our good friend, Terry Ross. Terry's joining us again today to tell us what he's managed to put together for this very special feast day. Good morning, Terry. Thanks so much for joining us again. Good morning, Brenda. And apropos of Pius XII's dogmatic statement, he said that the phrase, having completed the course of her earthly life, leaves open the question, of whether the Virgin Mary died before her assumption or not. The point of her bodily death has never been infallibly defined by any pope. 
Catholics believe that she did not die at all. Many Catholics believe that she did not die at all, but was assumed directly into heaven. Others believe that she died first before being assumed and that she was miraculously resurrected. Either of these understandings may be legitimately held by Catholics. And by the way, Assumption Day is a nationwide public holiday in four dozen countries. 48 countries. Well, that is incredible. Of course, here in the United States, we know it as a solemnity. That means it's the highest ranking of a feast day there is. We also celebrate this day as a holy day of obligation, or as we like to say, a holy day of opportunity that we get to (laughs) attend a mass today. Terry, there is no doubt a plethora of masses uh, that are uh, sung for the Blessed Virgin Mary, songs that sing her praises. Are there specific masses written by composers for the Feast of the Assumption? There are certain masses that are that are written for the Assumption, and I've played a couple of those masses in previous years when this uh, holiday has come around. Today I'm doing a different kind of mass. It's a what's called a parody mass by Orlando de Lasso, uh, and in this case, parody means it's written on music that existed before the Mass was written. In this case, the music was, was actually uh, a song that, uh, or a secular motet, you might say, also written by uh, Orlando de Lasso, called Vinum Bonum. And it has an interesting text. The abbot drinks good, flavorful wine with the prior. But the congregation is always used to drinking worse stuff. One always drinks miserably if he doesn't have anything to pay with. That might have a little bit of truth in it, too. I wonder who Orlando DeLasso might have been spending time with while he was at church. That is just some of what we are going to learn when you listen to the glory of the Mass. Tell us a little bit about Orlando DeLasso. You've had him on your show many times before. I think we've talked about him also on our preview opportunities. What country did he uh, come from? That's a good question. No one's really sure exactly. Uh, he's called Orlando de Lasso when we're thinking of him as as uh, an Italian. Sure. He's called Alandus Lassus when we're thinking of him as just a guy who wrote uh, in Latin. And and he has other names depending on whether he's pronounced in French or German or whatever. Orlando de Lasso was a very uh, well-known c- composer in his time, which was the 16th century. He traveled all over Europe. Uh, he ended up uh, actually... In Germany at the end of his life uh, where he was very happy because he was in Munich and that's as we all know a very nice place and also has vinum bonum good wine (laughs) (laughs) I think that I would enjoy a little time in Munich also something that I might add to my bucket list Terry you mentioned that this was a parody mass that Orlando actually took from himself and rewrote the mass. Are parody masses always music taken from a secular source and turned into a religious source, or do they take from also religious sources and make them into other religious music? Either one. They take from from both. But it's interesting to note that they use secular songs, especially ones about drinking wine or getting drunk and drinking miserably. They take pieces like that and use them in the Mass. 
Uh, it's always interesting to think of that. I always found it very interesting, too, when I was trying to understand uh, what our obligation was when it came to uh, partaking in a uh, an adult beverage, we'll say. St. Thomas Aquinas said it best when he said, of course we can drink to the point of hilarity. That was his term. <laughs> Terry Ross joining us today. We are celebrating the Feast of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So Orlando DeLasso has been on your show before, as has this choir, the Choir of King's College in Cambridge. This is quite a popular choir that you have had previously. What can you tell us about this choir? Well, at one time it was probably known as the foremost choir singing sacred music, the Choir of King's College, Cambridge, for a long time was considered the very top. Okay. There, things have changed since then. The The director of that choir has passed away. It's, it's under new management, and a number of other groups have sprung up, partly because of the, the Choir of King's College and its example. Other groups that sing uh, sacred music, smaller groups, larger groups, whatever. Uh, so it's no longer considered the very top, but it's still always good to hear them sing. Terry, are there choirs that were formed many, many years ago that they continue, of course, obviously to renew their singers as they exchange them in and out? Are there ones that have been formed or named for a long time? A long time. Yes. Uh, There are church choirs that are like that. The Choir of King's College Cambridge is one of them. Um, There are also lots of uh, choirs in monasteries that have been going forever. Uh, There's the the Abbey of Notre Dame, uh, they've had, the monks there have been singing together for ages and ages. There's Clare College in Cambridge, uh, and their choir has been together for a long time. There's a, a choir at Solem in France uh, that specializes in Gregorian chant. In fact, they've written textbooks on Gregorian chant, and many choirs throughout the world, including uh, most of the ones that i that I play here, uh, use the, the the texts of Solem in France. So they've been together forever. That's incredible to think about that, especially when you compare it to one of our favorite choirs here locally, Cantoris and Ecclesia. How long has that one been in uh, formation? Uh, something like 33 years, something yeah. like that. Incredible. Now, see, I would think that's a very, very long time for a choir to be together. But as you've shown out, they could be together for hundreds of years from through these monasteries. Terry Ross joining us today for a preview of his upcoming show, The Glory of the Mass for the Feast of the Assumption of the Virgin Mary. As we always do, Terry, we pull out a piece of music that you have picked out. Tell our listeners about this specific motet by Orlando DeLasso, sung by Choir of King's College, Cambridge. Well, I, I read you some of the words about it, just about good wine. And uh, if, you don't, if you don't have anything to pay with, you always drink miserably. Uh, here's that motet uh, by Orlando DeLasso called Vinum Bonum, which means good wine.
course, just listening to those beautiful voices in another language, you wouldn't think too much about what the words or the translations were, but you would think that could be in any cathedral in in the world. And who knew they were talking about fine wine? (laughs) Exactly. Unless you understood Latin really well. I bet you there might have even been a snicker or two back in the day when people heard this for the first time thinking, he's singing about good wine. Especially the people in the choir and the people who really knew Latin. Well, Terry, again, there's always something that we learn when we listen to the glory of the Mass. It's always wonderful to have you with us. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, you're very welcome, as always. Terry's show is The Glory of the Mass. If you head over to Matra Day Radio there, you'll find right on the top page his playlist for this week's episode. That is Glory of the Mass, episode 206. And it is 7.53 at Mater Day Radio. Well, maybe you're going to do a little garage cleaning this weekend and maybe have an old car you'd like to get rid of. Could be a truck, boat, motorcycle, RV. You can donate that vehicle to Mater Day Radio's Vehicle Donation Program. Go to our website, click on the Get Involved menu, Vehicle Donation. It'll take you to the main page, all the information right there. Quick and easy, and a likely tax deduction for you as well. Mater Day Radio's Vehicle Donation Program on our website at materdayradio.com or through the Hail Mary Media app. Healthcare sharing has been around for decades and began out of the Christian tradition of neighbor helping neighbor. That's the premise Solidarity HealthShare was built on. We're a nonprofit medical cost sharing ministry in which our family of members share in each other's eligible medical expenses. Solidarity HealthShare is not insurance, but an alternative way to pay for medical costs that adheres to Catholic Church teachings. We never share into medical care that goes against our morals. More information at SolidarityHealthShare.org. Bringing souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is Modern Day Radio, KBVM, Portland, Salem, Vancouver, KMME, Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator, K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. Support for Modern Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Hello, I'm Kevin Doran. And I'm Carla Wehrman co-hosts of Sunday Commentary. Join us every weekend on Mater Day Radio, Saturday mornings at 7 and Sunday mornings at 8, as we break down the scripture readings so you can better prepare to enter into the beauty and mystery of the Holy Mass. It's fun, fast, and faith-filled. Let us share our love of the good news with you, Saturday mornings at 7 and Sunday mornings at 8 on Mater Day Radio. The bridge between your faith and everyday life. A great way to support Mater Day Radio is through our Leadership Circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. Some are morning people. Others are not. Either way, we help start your day off right. 
The Morning Blend with David and Brenda on Mater Day Radio. And it is 7.57 on Mater Day Radio. Well, we'll have some road advisories for you as we head into the weekend. And we will find out how today's Saint of the Day once defeated an entire army with her secret weapon. All of that is coming up after Awaken the Saints. Hey everyone, I'm Sophia with Awaken Catholic, and this is Awaken the Saint. If you are a practicing Catholic, odds are there's someone who inspired your faith and helped guide you in the faith. For me, it was my piano teacher who modeled an authentic relationship with Christ and dedicated to living out the joys of the gospel. For young Claire, it was Francis of Assisi. Claire was the eldest daughter born to the family of a count in the heart of Assisi. Her father passed away when she was very young and was destined to pass along the family traditions and be wed to a count herself. Her life was planned out for her. It only took one afternoon to change everything for her. After hearing Francis preaching in the streets one day, she immediately convicted to live her life for Christ. Not truly having a father figure in her life, she approached Francis to share with him her newfound desire for faith, and a beautiful friendship blossomed. It was on Palm Sunday in 1212 that Claire received a palm from her bishop, and she knew she was being called to religious life. The only thing standing in her way was an arranged marriage. She fled that night with her cousin, trading a palace in elegant gowns for a convent in simple robes. Shortly after she took her vows, Claire founded the Order of Poor Ladies, now known as the Poor Clares. She led the convent for the next 40 years, and anywhere the Franciscans established an order, the Poor Clares would be right behind them, bringing nothing with them and owning nothing. While the Franciscans went out into the streets to preach, the sisters would stay enclosed in their convent to focus on providing the labor and prayer. The order relied solely on the almsgiving of anyone they met. Anything they had would be given to God, and the sisters learned total surrender. They owned nothing, taking a vow of poverty. All that the sisters had to their names was their joy for the Lord and lived radically for their time, even radically from the life that Claire knew her entire life growing up. Inspired by her true joy and humility, Claire's mother and sisters also came to join the order, abandoning their riches to become poor in spirit. It was said that at one point during the Crusades, her convent and Assisi were under attack. She immediately grabbed a monstrance and displayed the Blessed Sacrament at the gate, praying fervently to Christ. The attackers left, leaving no one inside harmed and the convent happily standing. Because of the single event, St. Clair is usually depicted holding a monstrance in celebration of her victory for Christ. The last few years of her life, she suffered from illness and eventually grew too weak to even attend mass. Her sisters set up an image of the liturgy in her cell for her to pray with and still feel close to Christ, eventually making her the patron saint of television. It was said that St. Francis' spirit was at St. Clair's deathbed to accompany her to heaven as a true friend and brother in Christ. Within two years of her death, she was canonized in 1255. The unconditional faith in Christ that St. Clair exhibited throughout her consecrated life should serve as a witness to us that God will always provide. All we have to do is trust in his love. Let's thank God for the amazing role models in our lives, just as St. Francis was for St. Clair. And may we have the total surrender of St. Clair to empty our lives and make room for Christ's endless blessings. For St. Clair of Assisi, Pray for us. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or to pray with Mater Day Radio, please download our free Hail Mary Media app. Details at materdayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. And in your news, Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of New York is addressing the housing crisis with plans to build a new 12-story apartment building with 
affordable prices. The new complex will be located in the Bronx, a borough of New York City in the Mott Haven area. To date, the Archdiocese has secured $89 million for the construction project. The finished apartment building will stand on the site where it is now a parking lot for St. Anselm's Church. The building will create an estimated 126 affordable homes, 63 of them being units with supportive services catering to the most vulnerable New Yorkers, such as those with disabilities. With an eye for maintaining rent at an affordable level for tenants, the units will come for with various pricings in order to accommodate different levels of income. They plan to fit the building with energy efficiency and climate-friendly elements, also providing amenities including laundry facilities, a library, community room, and outdoor recreational areas. During the recent opening of another affordable housing complex in the Bronx, Cardinal Timothy Dolan blessed the building and commented the mission of Catholic Charities saying one of the wonderful splendid things that Catholic Charities does is that they do it in partnership. They do they don't do things by themselves. They rally great people in an alliance of love and service. You know, just recently we had Natalie Wood on, the executive right. director of Catholic Charities of Oregon, and we were hearing about the uh, projects they're working on with with affordable housing so greatly Lots of needed. good things. So uh, you know, God bless Catholic Charities and the work they're doing with that. Yeah. Well, it is the summertime in Portland, so you can count on one certainty. You know what that is? Weekend road closures. <laughs> That's right. That's it. Interstate 84 drivers heading west into Portland. We'll see a short detour at the freeway's intersection with I-205 as early as noon today. The Oregon Department of Transportation will once again close the short section of I-84 while working on a new concrete surface on the bridge over I-205, drivers will follow a short detour onto I-205 southbound and reconnect at I-84 near the Gateway area. This closure will remain in place really throughout the weekend to 5 a.m. Monday morning. ODOT says best bet, just find an alternative route <laughs> if you want to uh, avoid the delays. And as we mentioned yesterday, too, beginning early Sunday morning, Many of the Portland area bridges will be closed Mm -hmm. or partially closed for the Providence Bridge pedal. Great event, but uh, the closures will last through the early afternoon. So, uh, yeah, pretty much on Sunday morning, you're going to want to avoid the Portland downtown, Portland bridge areas. It's going to be so hot anyway. I know. Find a cool place. There you go. (laughs) That's right. Well, today, August 11th, in addition to St. Clair's Feast Day, it's National Safe Digging Day. For homeowners and anyone planning to do major projects in your yard today, it's a reminder that if you plan to do yard work that involves digging, Remember to call 811 before you dig. The Oregon Public Utility Commission recommends anyone who may begin a project with digging or excavating to call that 811 number. According to Josh Thomas, Executive Director of the Oregon Utility Notification Center, everyone knows to call 911 in case of an emergency, but not everyone knows to contact 811 before digging so they won't have to call 911 <laughs> later. Yes, you don't yeah. want that to happen. No. Uh, by planning ahead, they say in requesting a utility locate, you can prevent service interruptions, costly repairs, environmental damage, injuries, and worse. You don't want to put a shovel through a you water know, line. You just, you might as well call first. Yes. Uh, Thomas says that as the homeowners or landscapers and contractors call 811, the utilities send staff to locate underground infrastructure, prevent dangerous and expensive damage when, mm-hmm. when it's digging. And he says it's the next best thing to having x-ray vision. So since we're not all Superman, you might as 
well call eight one one. Calling eight one one and using Oregon Statewide Notification Center is easy since the center is open twenty four seven and it's free of charge for homeowners, contractors, and professional excavators. It is National Eight One One day there you go great great suggestion <laughs> they, there's a saying it's like something before you dig and i can't remember call before you dig call before you dig call before you dig there you go 811 okay hey more tourists in space this time aboard virgin galactic's rocket powered space plane the vss unity it's the project of british billionaire richard branson who for decades has promised space tourism he delivered yesterday morning when the space age airship airship took off from a runway in New Mexico. The vehicle ventured more than 50 miles above Earth's surface, the altitude the U.S. government considers the edge of outer space. The mission came on the heels of the success of Virgin Galactic's first commercial mission, which launched in June. That inaugural flight was a research-focused mission with Italian Air Force-funded passengers rather than the celebrities and wealthy that uh, <laughs> tend to go up in some mm-hmm. of those. I think it was uh, the Blue Origin, uh, Jeff Bezos, his uh, his rocket ship taking celebrities up. So let me ask you this. If, if one of these projects came to you, be it Virgin Galactic or Jeff Bezos, Blue Origins, and they said to you, Dina Marie... We are going to give you a free ride in our rocket ship into outer space. Would you do it? I'm only going with Jean-Luc and Data. (laughs) If I can get Jean-Luc and Data to come, then I might do it. Is that a a Star Star, Trek Trek reference? Next Generations. You You know, it could be Kirk and Bones and, and, you know, Spock. Old school. But I do like Jean-Luc. And Data would know. You know, he'd yeah. have the 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 techno- He'd have the mind. Yeah, he's, he's the Spock okay. of of the next. So generation. what you're telling me, your answer is no. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, thankfully for those who have faith in God, it is never too late, and that is the case for Brazilian Jose Lorenzo da Silva. He finally received the sacraments of Christian initiation this year at the age of 104. I love this. This is such a sweet story. That remarkable day for Jose was preceded weeks earlier when he was visited by a woman who works for pastoral care of the elderly. And she was asking Jose if he had ever been baptized. And his response was, well, he remembered maybe being baptized at home, but never in the church because they didn't have a local church back then. So he told the uh, the healthcare worker that he did receive or did want to receive the sacraments, Mm -hmm. especially he wanted the the Holy Eucharist. So after about a month of thorough preparation, Jose prepared to receive the sacraments properly. And then when the big day arrived and he was baptized, confirmed and received his first Holy Holy Eucharist at 104, he said, my body was heavy. Now it is light. Mm. I used to lie in bed and dream about so much rubbish and I don't anymore. I used to dream about bad things. After the baptism, I don't dream anymore. I've improved a lot. Nice. So at 104, you can still, you know, yeah, see the good. That's great. I love it. Uh, in sports, University of Portland running legend Woody Kincaid has been named to the 2023 Budapest World Championship roster by the United States Track and Field. 
Kincaid has had an excellent 2023 running season. He set the American indoor record in the 5,000 meter, as well as earning a spot in the Budapest uh, Games by winning the United States track and field 10,000 meter title. Budapest World Championships will take place between August 19th and August 27th. The 10,000 meter event will take place on day two of the competition. That would be on August 20th. Well, St. Clair, faithful disciple of St. Francis of Assisi, possessed a strong faith in God that did not waver no matter the circumstances. This faith was put to the test when an army of soldiers was creating havoc in the Valley of Spoleto and turned their eyes toward Assisi. Just outside the walls sits the monastery of San Damiano, where St. Clair and her small community of nuns lived. Well, the pillaging soldiers reached Assisi. Their first obstacle was this monastery, so they began to scale the walls and terrorize these innocent religious women. Well, at this point, St. Clair was actually in her sickbed, but the sisters were deeply frightened and they went to her for counsel. Claire calmly, rising her rising from the sickbed, took the ciborium from the little chapel adorning, adjourning her uh, adjourning her her cell, proceeded to face those invaders at an open window against which they already had placed a ladder. They're coming up the ladder. It was related that she raised the Blessed Sacrament on high. The soldiers who were about to enter that monastery fell backward as if dazed, and the others that were up there were just took flight. She kneeled down, said a quick prayer to God, asked him to protect the remaining parts of the city. Instead of trying to find another place to enter the city, the entire army retreated. They never came back, and they decided wow. to leave Assisi alone. Right. St. Clair heard those troops were drawing close to the city. She urged the entire community to pray to God for protection, and immediately that army was set into confusion, and they dispersed, and the leader of that army never came back <laughs> into Assisi. You can see, kind of see that through these miraculous events, you know, it's through prayer and the Eucharistic presence of Jesus were St. Clair's secret weapons, and they can be ours as well. St. Clair of Assisi, pray. Pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for us. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Okay, coming up later today is the 29th annual Jim Holtenhofen Golf Tournament. Glendevere Golf and Tennis Courts will be where that happens. And it looks like check-in time, 1130. Shotgun start at 1230, all to support St. Vincent de Paul, their emergency services program in honor of Jim Holtenhofen. He has given so many of his years, so this is a great tribute to his memory. So beautiful day for yeah, golf no doubt. and if you just want to throw some dollars in the pot i'm sure they will welcome mm-hmm. that generous donation you can find out about this and many other events on our community calendar it's found online at matradayradio.com so dina marie you ready to go on an adventure i got my back back ready and a little bottle of water all right we're gonna learn about trail life usa right after the forecast Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. This is Brother Louis-Marie de Montfort. Please join me in the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. O Jesus, 
with the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day, in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, the salvation of souls, and in reparation for sins committed against the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our leadership circle members, including Holy Family Supply, Salem's Catholic Bookstore. Located at 421 Court Street Northeast in downtown Salem, Holy Family Supply has a wide variety of Catholic gifts for all occasions, including Bibles, rosaries, statues, and holy cards. Holy Family Supply current hours and days of operation are available by phone at 503-588-1071. The average smartphone has more than 40 apps installed, and most of them are never used. Clear this clutter from your phone and make Monterey Radio's Hail Mary Media app your go-to spiritual resource. It's got everything you need to grow in holiness, including a huge library of enriching prayers, liturgy of the hours with the monks at Mount Angel Abbey, and a personalized schedule of your daily prayer reminders. The Hail Mary Media app also contains a stream of Monterey Radio's live broadcast, podcast of our original shows, including programs not heard on the radio. Plus, you'll find fun things to do on the interactive community calendar, Catholic news, and so much more. The Hail Mary Media app has everything you need to grow closer to Christ all in one place. Download it today. Search Hail Mary Media in the iOS App Store, Google Play, or MatradeRadio.com. Declutter your phone and turn to the Hail Mary Media app from Matraday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And it is 814 at Mater Day Radio. We'll get ready for a big heat up. A fire weather watch will go into effect tomorrow. Excessive heat watch will go into effect on Sunday. Today, sunny skies. Pretty pleasant today, really. We'll see a high of around 60, or excuse me, a high of around 84 degrees with a low of 61 overnight tonight. Clear skies. And then mostly sunny for Saturday, 86. Sunday is when it really starts to heat up. 98 for Sunday, 102 both Monday and Tuesday. So uh, be prepared. (laughs) 55 degrees at the home of the Highlanders, Immaculate Heart of Mary Church in Kelso. All right, 64 degrees at St. Joseph Church in Salem. And every Saturday and Sunday morning on Mater Day Radio, you hear his voice as the co-host of our Sunday Commentary Weekly Show. But today, Kevin Doran joins us to share with us his experience as a Catholic father and a young boy's adventure leader with Trail Life USA Troop OR5312. Kevin, it is always great to have you here at Mater Day Radio. Good morning. Yes, great. Thank you. I'm looking forward to talking about trail life. I have a couple different lives, I guess, between the Sunday yes. commentary and trail life. Well, I tell you, ever since I've known you, since about 2005, your Catholic faith and going out and exploring the beauty of God's uh, creation has always been on the top of your list. So it's always bringing uh, the bridge of, of adventure and family. Tell us how you first learned about Trail Life USA and why did this really resonate for you and your family? Well, I've always been interested in the outdoors and having my family experience that. And 
Trail Life itself was born out of the moral confusion of the Boy Scouts of America and ultimately was founded in 2013. So it's just about 10 years old. Uh, nationally, it now is up to 49,000 members uh, na- uh, across the United States, 1,000 troops in all 50 states. And uh, locally here, I'm the troop master of, as you mentioned, 5312. We're out of uh, Beaverton, Oregon with the sisters, and we have about 29 members. And uh, But really, that is really what called that outdoor call and that tying godly virtues together is, is quite an amazing uh, combination for boys and young men. Absolutely. Kevin Doran is with us. Trail Life USA Troop OR 5312. They're locally right here in Beaverton, and there are troops all over the place, as you said. What's exciting is to see this partnership with the Franciscan Missionary Sisters of Our Lady of Sorrows. Tell us a little bit about having a chapter with a religious sisters group really helps the men, these young men, to connect their adventures, their families, and their faith. Yeah, I think really, you know, so much in our society today uh, does not have a, a Christian worldview. And so to be able to be chartered by the sisters is a wonderful experience. Just have the boys be able to talk and get ex- and just to get exposure to the wonderful sisters at Our Lady of Peace. And then we also do things like we go and camp with the uh, monks down at the Brigitine Monastery and, and go to different uh, locations that have religious or we have bring priests for different outdoor masses. So just to be able to have that exposure with the boys to some form of religious life uh, is one aspect. Uh, I would also say that you know, having a troop with dads, we are so blessed with amazing dads in this troop who really want to live a strong Catholic faith in their daily lives. And so not only do we look to, say, the religious life, but a lot of the boys get exposed to a lot of the dads who are, who are serious mm-hmm. about joyfully living the Catholic faith, and that's a really powerful combination. Yeah. Yeah. I love to hear that, Kevin, and just to see, because I know I've come into the sisters on Tuesday nights when you guys have your meetings, and I love to see the dads and then these different age groups. How do the different age groups of these young guys, because you've got navigators and you've got adventurers, uh, tell us a little bit about the age groups and then how all the different the mentorship of b- both with the young men, but also as the fathers connect. Yes, yes. There's actually, so Trail Life is actually a, a K through 12 program, and the younger boys, they're actually called the Woodland Trails. They're the Woodland kind of, Trails. Okay. Yes, right. So they have three different patrols in the first through fifth grades, and, and those groups, they just focus on, you know, having fun and, and doing boy things and banging on things and getting dirty and all that. And so that's what they kind of focus on with different uh, branches of values and outdoor skills and, and hobbies and things like that. And then when you get into sixth through eighth grade, that's where you have the navigators. And they're more focused on, I would say, the, the, the tactical skills of being uh, competent, trail skills and cooking and rope work and first aid. And then when they become ninth through twelfth graders, that's when they start focusing on what does it take to be a Christian man in this world. And then they focus on emergency preparedness and and outdoor life and citizenship and things like that. And what we try and do, and it works to varying degrees, but we try and have the older boys then come and be present to the younger boys to teach them. Um, One of the ways we did that this past summer is um, our patron saint is Blessed Pere Giorgio Frazzati, and he was the um, always had that uh, saying, you know, uh, Versa El Alto, mm-hmm. to the heights. He loved to, he was a wonderful outdoor man. 
And uh, so we had a tag or the Alto games where the older boys actually had a summer event for the younger boys, and we would go ahead and have them teach them skills and play games and things down at the monastery. So those are different ways. It, and, uh, you know, we, again, just sometimes being present and watching what the older boys do and say, hey, I want to do that too, mm-hmm. and can you teach me that? So it's a great, neat, uh, even though it's a wide age group, it's a neat way to see those different ages interact. Right, right. Yeah. Kevin Dorn with us with the Trail Life USA. I want to direct you to their main website, which is traillifeusa.com. But also, when you go to the sisters' website, olpretreat.org, there's a Trail Life link. I only am the webmaster for that website. I don't know why that came out of my head. but And I noticed you redid that website. It looks really nice. Yeah, we put some new things on there. You can see yes. some photos of the local group there because I think it's wonderful. You've got time that you promote all sorts of things with the adventures, the service projects. You mentioned campouts. Just mm-hmm. give us a sense of some of the key highlights throughout a year that these young men will be going through as part of trail life. Yeah, a lot of so I guess with the older boys, if you start with them, um, they basically, since they are, are, are boy led, uh, they actually figure out what topics they want to bring into the just the troop meetings, um, and that's included uh, making pumpkin chuckers one one fall, <laughs> things like that, you know. Um, but their their activities focus on maybe going you know, again camping different places. We've gone uh, clamming before. Uh, we've gone, you know, snowshoeing up on Mount Hood. So very much an outdoor uh, thing that way. The younger boys tend to stay a little closer into into uh, town, do a lot of hikes, go a lot of visiting, a lot of places, and so that's where we keep them busy. And then again, just bring in our our faith as we enjoy those outdoor activities. So I have a very important question for you. Yeah. Can you teach me how to build a proper campfire? Oh, so you know, that's really interesting. We can. And in fact, I have, I'm setting a goal actually this year nice. for the boys to actually become a matchless fire starting ah, yes. crew. Ah, how about that? And so we are working on uh, flint and steel and char cloth this year. So that's actually, you come by and we're going to have, we're going to have to teach you how to build a fire <laughs> and without matches. You're going old school. Oh, it, it's going to be a lot go. of fun. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. See, I've always, I, I mean, can I build a fire? Probably, but I don't know if it's like the correct way to build a fire. So right, that's right. that's that's what I need to know. There are better ways to do those things. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's oh awesome. my goodness. I love it. Well, Kevin, for our listeners, families who have young young men, well, actually K through twelve, you've got young boys, young men who would like to participate and the and the dads want to participate. Yeah. How do they get a hold of you to look at participating in trail life? Really, the two websites are the best ways. So Trail Life USA has a big link that says Find a Troop, and you just plug in Beaverton, Oregon, and you'll see our troop there, and there's a Connect connect button that way. Um, or through Our Lady Peace, you can use their website or just give them a call directly and uh, make sure that uh, they can pass on the information. So either way would be a great way to do that. Okay, we'd love to have them join you and all of the troop, Oregon Troop. 5312. Thanks so much, Kevin Doran. Love to have you with us, and we'll be listening to some Sunday commentary over the weekend. Yes, please do. God bless. And it is 823 at Day Radio. See, I've always... I, How do you do fire. that fire? Yeah. What's the best way Rub to do it? Rub those sticks together. together. Yeah. See, it works. I don't know. Kevin's going to show us. I love that. He's talking about using <laughs> flint, matchless starts. That's, that is awesome. That's awesome. 
Hey, if you haven't downloaded the free Hail Mary Media app, please do so. Did I mention it's free? I think I just did. It is free. So go to our website right there on the front page, Hail Mary Media app. You can get access to prayers, uh, so much more. Listen to the Modern Day Radio Show live. I mean, it's all there for you. It is the Hail Mary Media app. You can find all the details at MaterDayRadio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. This is Father Thomas Nathy, the pastor of Holy Redeemer Parish in Vancouver, Washington. Let us pray the prayer for peace by St. Therese of Lisieux. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, eternal priest, keep your priests within the shelter of your sacred heart, where none may touch them. Keep unstained their anointed hands, which daily touch your sacred body. Keep unsullied their lips, daily purpled with your precious blood. Keep pure and unearthly their hearts, sealed with the sublime mark of the priesthood. Let your holy love surround them and shield them from the world's contagion. Bless their labors with abundant fruit, and may the souls to whom they minister be their joy and consolation here and in heaven their beautiful and everlasting crown. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Modern Day Radio's Leadership Circle connects through AllSource Communications. Is a technology upgrade in your company's future? AllSource Communications is an independent local telecom brokerage specializing in internet and phone systems. Connect today at AllSourceCommunications.com. That's AllSourceCommunications.com or call 503-967-4887 for AllSource Communications, connecting Modern Day Radio's Leadership Circle. What do you get when you cross a Catholic radio show host and a permanent deacon? A match made in heaven. I'm Deacon Scott Aiken from the Archdiocese of Seattle. And I'm Brenda Aiken from The Morning Blend. Work and family life can be hectic. We understand that together we'll find God's grace. We may not always agree. But we are always faithful. Listen on Friday evenings at 7.30 and Sunday evenings at 6 as we share stories about our faith, our family, and our view from the pew. Right here on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's good to the very last drop. The Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. It is 827 at Mater Day Radio, and we'll have the latest for you on the deadly wildfires in Hawaii, and that's up in the news. Coming up, we'll head north to explore the work of the Holy Spirit as this year's annual Faith on Fire Family Weekend kicks off tonight. We're going to continue our morning show together. It's Dana Catherine, Beautiful Love on Matre Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's getting harder to separate when you're farther. I feel out of place, out of place. It's like your gravity. Is beckoning, begging me to stay in your beautiful love, your beautiful, beautiful, beautiful love, your beautiful, 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 beautiful king of all history, 
Dana Catherine, beautiful love on Matra Day Radio. It's now 8.30. In your news this morning, the death toll from the devastating wildfires on the island of Maui, Hawaii, has now claimed 55 lives. As officials warn that the loss of life is expected to rise further, Hawaii Governor Josh Green said on Thursday evening that around 1,000 people are still unaccounted for as he said that the Aloha State is headed for its deadliest disaster in state history. The governor added that those unaccounted for are not presumed dead, but that hundreds have been left without communications, and so their safety is unclear. The wildfires continue to devastate Lahaina, with more than 1,700 buildings and billions of dollars in property destroyed. Maui Mayor Richard Bisson said that the historic town has been totally wiped out. Governor Green appealed to Hawaii residents with unharmed homes to take others in as they continue search and recovery efforts. Well, earlier this week, U.S. Senator Patty Murray of Washington announced legislation that seeks to funnel more federal dollars to local programs that help prevent youth homelessness. The bill would create two new grant programs. Funding from the grants would help pay for efforts to intervene before a youth or young adult becomes homeless, such as helplines or support groups for families. Murray plans to introduce the legislation when Congress reconvenes in the fall. According to Murray, if we're serious about tackling the homelessness crisis in our communities, then we need to be doing more to prevent youth homelessness before it begins. Advocates at a roundtable where Murray announced the new legislation called for more funding to support shelters and youth programs. They asked lawmakers to focus on programs and policies that address root causes of homelessness like mental health support, substance use treatment, and livable wage jobs. Roundtable participant Digal Cooper, the CEO of Youth Care, a nonprofit aimed at ending youth homelessness, said, Our youth need more than housing. They need to have a future to look forward to. Well, if you're into stargazing, tomorrow night and Sunday night are about as good as it gets. It is peak viewing time for the Perseid meteor shower, technically active from July 14th to September 1st. The meteor shower typically produces an average of 50 to 75 meteors per hour at peak, according to the American Meteor Society, making it one of the biggest astronomical events of the year. Meteor showers are best seen under the darkest skies possible since the quick flashes of meteors can be drowned out by city lights or the light of the moon. Anyone in a rural location should be in good shape this year with a moon that will pose very little threat to seeing the show. OMSI and the Rose City Astronomers are hosting a star party at Rooster Rock State Park to watch the meteors tomorrow night. All so right. I'm going to go out there and, and take a gander, I, although you know, probably I have city light. lights. Yeah. yeah, But, uh, yeah, every now and again you'll see one flash. You know, it's bright enough yeah. to, to see. So uh, it's kind of fun. That's I enjoy doing it. Get that. a blanket and you'll yeah. be just fine. It's going to be a nice evening. Clear Absolutely. skies. You know it. Well, in life and in death, the fire service is steeped in tradition. Part of that tradition was honored yesterday when motorcycle riders with the Professional Fighters Union gathered to honor their fallen brother. After 26 years of service at Fire District 6, Joe Killian passed away from cancer in 2022, just five years after his retirement. Yesterday, members of the IAFF motorcycle group honored him as they arrived at Clark County Fire District 6, Station 63, to collect a ribbon 
ribbon of honor for the former firefighter. That ribbon, along with ribbons of honor for six other Washington firefighters, will be taken to the Washington State Fallen Firefighters Memorial Service that's set for Sunday in North Bend. Clark County Fire District 6 Chief Kristen Maurer says, We never forget the sacrifice that firefighters and their families make to serve the community. It's like a debt that can never be repaid. Mm, thank you for mm-hmm. all of your, uh, this time of year, you think about the fires. All their service. Yeah, their yeah. service. Thank you. Uh, in sports, the Seattle Seahawks opened their preseason with a 24-13 win over the Minnesota Vikings last night at Lumen Field. Drew Locke threw a pair of touchdown passes with starting Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith, serving as a spectator on the sidelines, along with most of the starters for both teams. Other preseason contests had the Houston Texans beating the New England Patriots 20-9. A couple of quarterfinal matches at the FIFA Women's World Cup down under. Spain defeated the Netherlands 2-1 in extra time, and it was Sweden over Japan 2-1. Sweden will now face Spain in the semis. Quarterfinal matches tomorrow include Australia against France and England faces Colombia. So talking about the Seattle Seahawks and their game last night, think about this. So between the preseason Mm -hmm. that goes on for like three weeks and then the regular season, Dina Marie, you can count on (laughs) NFL football football until the middle of February with the Super Bowl. From here until the middle of February. That's crazy. It's a wonderful thing, isn't it? It's a wonderful (laughs) thing. (laughs) Well, a wonderful thing is Mary, and I love this story. Uh, Pope Francis just appointed Colin Donovan. Many of our EWTN listeners know Colin very well. He's been nominated to the and appointed to the Pontifical International Marian Academy. It's tasked with promoting theological understanding and the devotion to the Mother of God. Donovan and serves as Vice President of Theology at EWTN Global Catholic Network. Part of his role at EWTN includes reviewing materials for broadcast or print, as well as answering questions on the radio during the show Open Line, which he's hosted for almost 20 years. The appointment honors Donovan for his contributions to the field of Mariology and his commitment to spreading devotion to Mary. Donovan calls his appointment a great privilege, adding that it wasn't something he was expecting, but a task that he is excited to take on. He sees that appointment as a great opportunity to continue his research and study of Mariology, which makes it quite exciting, apart from the great honor that is represented simply by being appointed to that Pontifical Academy. Congratulations. Very nice. And organizers say the Faith on Fire Catholic Weekend this weekend at St. Mary Catholic Church in Anacortes, Washington, promises to be a joyful, spiritually transformative celebration of Catholic fellowship, family, prayer, and vocations. According to Miranda Blake, a St. Mary parishioner and part of the event's leadership team, we set the stage and then the Holy Spirit shows up. This year's Faith on Fire, held on the campus of the Anacortes Parish, is billed as the conference for everyone from young ones to grandparents. People come from all over the Archdiocese of Seattle, as well as Oregon, Eastern Washington, and Canada. The annual summertime event started as part of St. Mary's Centennial Celebration in 2010, 
And after much encouragement and so many people enjoying the event, they have continued it year after year. They even hosted a one-day online spiritual renewal during the pandemic called Sparks of Faith. Living for God is their theme this year, which kicks off tonight with a special presentation by the Fink Bonner family from Ferndale. The Fink Bonners will share their personal testimony as their family, friends, and many others prayed for the intercession of then-blessed Katiri Tekawitha when their son Jake was suddenly struck with a flesh-eating disease. Many people remember that story uh, several years ago. The healing of that young boy was the second miracle needed for the canonization of a saint, the first Native American saint, Katiri Tekawitha. Uh, Their presentation will be followed by a Eucharistic procession, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and then 24 hours, I love this, of nonstop Eucharistic adoration. And then all Saturday, they'll have workshops for all different ages, teens, tweens, and children, as well as speaker Sarah Swafford, Father Justin Ryan, and Father Tyler Johnson, who work in the Vocations Office for Seattle, will be talking about vocations. And of course, music by the Thirstings leader, and that is Daniel Oberreuter. So if you want to put up a tent, trailer, or your camping RV, you're welcome to come and join them, or you can just kind of hang out like David is and and see the stars. That's right. <laughs> Maybe with a little air and a little air mattress and you'll be just fine. I was just looking on my map to see where Anacortes Way is. up north. It is up north. You can almost go to Canada. That's yeah, right you on know. the water there. I don't think you need to bring a passport, yeah. but just bring your rosary. I bet you that's an awesome area. I think it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. They'll enjoy it. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Okay, get your Italian ready for tomorrow night. St. Philip Neri Catholic Church is the place to be for Festa Italiana Mass. The Mass in Italian kicks off at 7 o'clock, and it will kick off that Festa Italiana in Portland. You'll have, of course, after the Mass, Italian desserts served in Carvelin Hall. You can find out about this and many other events in and around the community on our community calendar which is found online at matradayradio.com, or you can simply go to your Hail Mary media app. I bet you they have some awesome cannolis. Oh, mm, I love that. I haven't that. had those for years. That is really good. Let's get some. Yeah, I like it. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. It's time to register for CYO Fall Sports. Youth in grades 3 through 8 can register now to experience the excitement and joy of team play together with building their skill sets in volleyball, cross country, and swimming. Additionally, youth in first and second grade can sign up for Hot Shots Basketball. And we are hiring volleyball and basketball officials. Visit our website at cyocamphoward.org to register or learn more today. You are invited to attend CYO and Camp Howard's annual fundraiser, Champions of Faith, on October 17th at the Oregon Convention Center. Your donation will enable all youth to participate regardless of socioeconomic status while bringing new program enhancements that meet our kids' needs. Again, that's CYOCampHoward.org. God bless all our amazing volunteers, coaches, camp counselors, and donors 
who are so critical to the success of our faith-building programs. Are you passionate about student-centered Catholic education and helping children grow as disciples of Christ? Sacred Heart Catholic School in Jervis, Oregon is hiring for new teachers to join their team in the heart of the beautiful Willamette Valley. Current openings include teachers for pre-K, fourth and fifth grade, and middle school. For more information, please visit school.shstl.org. That's school.shstl.org. Summertime is a great time to drive the open road. Unless your old reliable wheels just aren't up to the task anymore. You know who could use that old car? Mater Day Radio. You can donate most vehicles, cars, trucks, vans, RVs, and boats to Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program with the proceeds supporting a faith-filled Catholic broadcast. And in return, getting yourself a likely tax deduction. More information on our vehicle donation program at materdayradio.com. And it is 843 at Day Radio. It is going to get hot, very, very hot. Fire weather watch will take effect tomorrow. Then an excessive heat watch will go into effect on Sunday. Today, pretty pleasant, though. Sunny skies, high of 84. Clear skies overnight tonight, low of 61. And then, again, mostly sunny for Saturday, 86. And then it's really Sunday when the heat kicks in. Looking at 98 degrees Sunday, Monday, 102 Tuesday, 102. You know, lows, those uh, days really only down to like yeah. 69, 70 degrees. It's just going to stay warm. Yeah. It's going to stay warm. So uh, right now, though, it's actually very nice and cool. And Longview, St. Rose, uh, 56 degrees. It is 63 degrees at St. Paul's Church in St. Paul. It's good to the last drop. A second cup of the morning blend with David and Brenda. Okay. Yeah, there you go. You got hey, you got See? your second cup today. I did it. Well, this is still my first. Oh, you're still your first cup. Well. But it's it's good to the last drop. <laughs> yes, it Who is. Who did that? Indeed. Mer- uh, MB? Well, yeah, that was what what was that Folgers? It's good to the la- I don't think yeah. so cuz Folgers Okay, somebody's yeah. got to Yeah, somebody It's go good to the last, last drop. drop. We can find that out with a quick <laughs> Google search. I know. Uh, you know, you talk about everything going on this weekend. Wow. I mean, there's, there's a so many lot things. Happening. I couldn't get through yeah. it all. It's, yeah, I mean, it's wonderful. Go to our community mm-hmm. calendar, certainly, mm-hmm. and you can find out uh, many of the parishes, some of the events and the activities that they're doing. Where was the uh, the boil? They were doing the uh, crawfish <laughs> Holy boil. Holy Family Church. Holy Family. I just, I'm loving this. Yeah. The crawfish. Yeah. And so, yeah, and I think, I know St. Patrick's is doing something big down in Portland as well. I mean, there's so many different food fests, mm-hmm. and then tied in with other church activities and i think we're going to get into this time david with all of the parish picnics yep. because back to school typically that first or second weekend in september i know our parishes are having their big parish picnics to get all the families back on track so um i know ours is coming up the second weekend at uh, kelso so there you go. yeah and i have to mention this because you do the sports and you love the friday night football yeah um you know small towns love their local teams oh sure and so of course there's always competition so you know kelso and longview have all sorts of competition the highlanders and the lumberjacks and then we've got the monarchs and so every friday night which is so cool people who have been to kelso's catholic church at immaculate heart the 
the parking lot is right next to the back end of the high school. So oh. you can see the stadium. Right. You can see the field. You know, they were just doing, when we got out of a church event this week, we saw the color guard. They were practicing, and mm-hmm. then the football team will start doing their their drills and all that stuff. Right. But on Fridays, a lot of our guys, the Knights of Columbus, they'll cook up. Now, I know this isn't, you know, Friday, but they're doing the burgers. They do burgers and dogs yep. for dinner, like at five, whatever. And then everybody comes. You don't have to be part of the church. You come and have your burgers Friday night, and then you walk over to Kelso for the football game. That's awesome. And so they've done this for years and years and years, and so I think this is the first year we'll get to kind of take advantage of that. But they get all excited. and um, That's fun. That's a great time. I love small-town sports, activities, uh, supporting our kids and families. That's I love it. It's a great time of year, no doubt about it. So this is a couple months away, but we wanted to talk about it because you're so heavily involved with this and have been over the years. In fact, uh, you can let us know how many years you've been doing it this year or this time, but we're talking about the Rosary Bowl in October. And what's the date this year? Okay, October 7th. October October 7th. 7th. It's always the first Saturday in October. And so if you think first Saturday, not too many times is it going to fall on the seventh day of the month, yeah. but it, it does this year. And what's great about that is that it does fall on the feast day of Our Lady of the Rosary. Oh, so nice, that Our yeah. Lady of the Most Holy Rosary's feast day, um, Our Lady of Victory is on October 7th. So I think this has probably happened about twice in the 17 years 17. that we've been doing it. I, I was telling Rob as we're working on some planning because actually in two weeks we're doing some planning down in Salem at the host site, uh, I said, it's almost like we've had a teenager because we've been doing this for 17 years. And it's hard for me to remember, but we were out there in the really cold at Volcano Stadium in Kaiser. It was windy. It was cold. We had both Donna Corey Gibson and Michael John Poirier out. They were doing the music for us. Bishop Kenneth Steiner was there. And I want to say Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers, I'm pretty sure he was there either the first or second year. I think he was there the first year. Mm -hmm. And we froze. Yeah. But everybody was bundled up. They brought their blankets. They were outside in the field. And we actually, I pulled out the video. We, it was the first year we did, we took a video of the whole event of the Rosary mm-hmm. Bowl on uh, the first Saturday of October. And we had the Vietnamese community. I remember that. And the dancers. Yeah. And I, you know, and I just remember the beautiful music. And then the girls were dancing with their beautiful uh, yellow dresses. Uh, and they had beautiful statue of Our Lady of, of um, Levang there. So a, a, a call out, live call out to our, our Lady of Levang community. We'd love to have you come back and be part of Rosary Bowl in a special way um, anytime. But it was that was so beautiful. Yeah, I, and I remember the wind blowing sideways, too. Oh, my goodness. Too. We it had a tent, yeah. and so we thought, oh, my goodness, Lord, please don't take that tent away from us. And uh, poor Donna. <laughs> you know, Donna Corey Gibson is a little thing. I mean, if I'm short, she's shorter yeah. than me, and she was bundled up. We didn't plan with clothing. Right. You know, I just kind of brought a light jacket, and we froze. Uh, but it was all for Our Lady and Our Lord, and it was such a great day. You know, over 2,000 people came. Yeah, no, it was that great. That first day or that first year. And so this year, uh, we, first we took it indoors after two years of freezing and getting blown and having <laughs> and then power it turns outages. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think yeah. every year since, it's, it's been, been beautiful. Weather, yeah. 
But that's what happens. Uh, we've been at the the fairgrounds for so long. But then we said, you know, there. let's see what other opportunities are. And there's this place called the East Salem Community Center. Our Salem residents, Salem Kaiser families might know Blanchett Catholic School, mm-hmm. right off of Market Street, 45th right. or so. It's pretty close to the fairgrounds. Yeah. Um, but right across the street is a large complex of some buildings and then that East Salem Community Center's right there. They have a sanctuary. They have a big parish hall, an exhibit hall there. So, uh, boy, we can comfortably seat at least seven to 800 people. And so we're going to have uh, a great hospitality for lunch in the afternoon. We've brought in uh, Father Brian Milady, who currently resides here in the Portland area with the Dominican community at Holy Rosary. Sure. He'll be our guest speaker for the afternoon keynote. And then our friend Bishop um, Peter Smith will be celebrating mass with us to kick things off and then we've got priests for confessions of course we've got the holy rosary and then you know what i love david is all the different groups that come out so we'll have exhibit hall with different tables of ministries uh i'm just thinking about world apostolate of fatima you know we'll have holy family supply bookstore that's over there in salem Uh, i want to mention this though david real quickly is that we have of course oregon right to life always sets up a beautiful booth with their pro-life events uh we just heard from Makaira uh, yesterday mm-hmm. on the show about doing all the fair booths, but they're teaming up with Heritage Girls, you know, kind of like our Trail Life USA, you've oh, got right, Heritage yeah. Girls, and so those girls in Salem out of St. Joe's, they're going to be collecting donations of diapers. Oh. So for people who could bring extra diapers, maybe pick up an extra bag or two when you're out shopping, mm-hmm. then you can donate them and they'll be giving them to the Salem Right to Life group. So there's just a lot of community uh, work that brings everything together. Of course, just the faith, the prayer, and then uh, what's really special. I think we'll talk about this later um, as we get closer to the event, but the Eucharistic miracles Mm -hmm. display and that display during this Eucharistic revival. I think people just don't realize um, the power of realizing Jesus's presence in the Eucharist and these miracles, you don't have to believe in them, but they sure are pretty amazing to see how even with science and faith, they all come together to show God is showing us something very special in his presence. So do you need volunteers still or? Are you in pretty good shape? You know, I'm just going to do a call out because I've called out a few groups and I haven't heard back yet, but I need I need a hospitality group of about four people who can be in that kitchen and help me serve up hospitality through the day. We provide all of the resources, but we need a couple of bodies. So go. I'd be happy to just call that out if somebody says, oh yeah, I'd love to help out. Just go to Rosary Bull, N-W, rosarybullnorthwest.org. That website has a way to contact us and I do the website for that. So I'll get that information. I'd love to have some people who'd like to help volunteer for the day, October 7th, uh, for Saturday of October. What are the hours typically? 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Okay. Doors will kick open at 8 o'clock. I know in the past you've had uh, priests there doing confessions. And priests will be there for confessions. I know some confirmations already of priests coming. So yeah, religious, we've got sisters coming. I hope some of our Benedictines, I'm really going to try to get some of our monks down from Mount Angel Abbey if that works for their schedule. So yeah, it's going to be a great day. That's great. And then thank you too, because after Rosary Bowl on the 7th, it's on Sherathon. the 9th, it's share and yeah. you're coming in to be our guest host. So yeah. Uh, Greatly appreciate that, too, as well. So again, Rosary Bowl, October 7th in Salem. Don't miss it. A wonderful event, and we hope you enjoy today's Second Cup. 
And it is 8.53 at Mater Day Radio. We'll be right back. Your final forecast as we head into the weekend. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Holy Family Catholic Clinic is a proud member of Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle. Located at 21810 Willamette Drive in West Lynn, Holy Family Catholic Clinic is Christ-centered and provides superior, compassionate, life-affirming health care to patients of all ages. Holy Family Catholic Clinic offers medical services that are in adherence to Catholic moral teaching and bioethics, honoring the sanctity of life from conception to natural death. Learn more at holyfamilyclinic.com. That's holyfamilyclinic.com. Somewhere deep inside each one of us is a burning desire to finally become the person God created us to be. Amidst our brokenness, disease, and spiritual wounds, Jesus is responding today with transformative love and restoration. Join Dr. Bob Schutz, Bart Schutz, Sister Miriam James Heidland, and the John Paul II Healing Center for Healing the Whole Person and Day of Equipping, hosted by the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon from November 30th through December 2nd at Our Lady of Levang in Happy Valley. Through three days of teaching, worship, prayer, and testimony, you will encounter God in a powerful way, experiencing deeper freedom as the Father speaks to you in the depths of your heart. Learn more about in-person, Spanish, or virtual attendance options by visiting the John Paul II Healing Center online at jpiihealingcenter.org. That's jpiihealingcenter.org. Registration opens August 28th. The Morning Blend, Western Oregon and Southwest Washington's number one Catholic morning show on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And it is 8.56 at Mater Day Radio. Take one last look at your forecast as we head into the weekend. A heat wave is a coming. Doesn't really start until Sunday. Today, though, sunny 84. Clear tonight, low of 61, and then mostly sunny for Saturday, high of 86. Then Sunday, the heat kicks in, 98 degrees Sunday, 102 Monday and Tuesday, so be prepared. Currently 63 degrees in the Rose City. All right, we're going to continue to move forward, and it's Crowder. Good God Almighty. Times I've called your name some broken night And you showed up and patched me up like you do every time I get amnesia I forget that you keep coming around There ain't no way you ever let me down Good God Almighty I hope you find me Praising your name
That's Crowder. It's 859 at Mater Day Radio. Hey, that's going to wrap Woo! it up for the week. Thank you so much for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Get ready for the heat wave, Dina Marie. <laughs> I know, goodness. Great job last two days. You'll yeah. be back with us Monday I'll and Tuesday. I'll be back on Monday, yeah. And just a reminder, folks, we'll talk about it more. The Assumption is coming up on the 15th, but That's mark right. your calendar because it is a big, big feast. You need to get to church. All right, Holy Day of Obligation, that is right. So hope everyone has a wonderful and blessed weekend. Yeah, enjoy your weekend and stay cool out there. Drink yes, lots that. of cold. Cold water. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you early on Monday morning.